If you foolishly ignore beauty, then you will soon find yourself without it. Welcome to Ask the Beauty Advisor, a podcast that answers your health and beauty questions. Hosted by health and beauty advisor, Deanna Lynn. Hey there, thank you for tuning in today. This is your host, Deanna. I'm here to get answers for all your health and beauty questions. And today, I'm going to be answering an email I got from a fellow esthetician by the name of Rosie. Now, Rosie sent me an email suggesting some content that she'd like to hear on the show. Rosie's an esthetician, and as an esthetician, we see a lot of bad cosmetic surgery, as well as bad cosmetic procedures. So Rosie made a brilliant suggestion for today's episode. But basically, Rosie thinks that maybe it might be a good idea if we talked about some of the mistakes that we've seen our clients make when going for cosmetic procedure. I thought the idea was brilliant. That is our main topic for today's show. And later on in the show, I'm going to share with you a skincare consultation that I did with Brenda. Now, I'm going to share Brenda's story, her problem with trying to find the right skincare, and I'm going to share her cure with you. But that's later on in the show, so stay tuned for that. You've got mail, Miss Lynn. All right, so this week's featured email is from Rosie. And Rosie wrote me this email, and here's what Rosie says in the email. Hey, Deanna, Rosie here. I'm also an esthetician who really enjoys listening to your show. I always learn something new from each episode. As estheticians, we see a lot of poorly done or badly done cosmetic procedures. As well, our clients really trust us with their skin. So a lot of times they will ask for our opinion or our advice about getting more invasive cosmetic procedures. What I mean by that are procedures that us as estheticians are not qualified to perform. What I would love to hear on your podcast is the advice that you would give a client who may be asking you about a cosmetic procedure or shopping around for a doctor. What advice would you give to a client who's thinking about getting cosmetic fillers or even surgery? And it was simply signed, a fan, Rosie. Rosie, this was a brilliant topic, and I thank you very much for sending in this suggestion. I think this will make a great topic for this week's episode. Now, if you're an esthetician or a skincare professional, I'm sure you've seen your fair share of bad Botox or even some scarring from plastic surgeries. Now, when I get a client who is so concerned with something about her appearance that she's willing to go under the knife or to get needles stuck in her face, I'm very supportive. I just want to make it clear here that I'm not against cosmetic procedures. In fact, I believe in cosmetic procedures. I actually get Botox myself. I really feel when you get a good cosmetic procedure done, it can enhance your appearance and it can really make you feel good about yourself. But I also feel that people should be aware of some of the downsides so that they can make the right choice when choosing a doctor. So here is some advice that I would give to my client 
who's asking about cosmetic procedures. Now, when we talk about bad scarring, when it comes to scars from, you know, major procedures, let's say like a tummy tuck or a breast lift, many of us think that it has to do with the surgeon's skills. What I mean is that most of us think that if we get a really good plastic surgeon, that we won't scar at all. There shouldn't be any scarring at all. A very skilled plastic surgeon can do exactly the same procedure on two different people and one would heal just perfectly, and the other would scar. And it's important to keep in mind, when going under the knife, especially if you've got a darker complexion with a high skin pigmentation, then you're in a category with a much higher risk for scarring. Another mistake that sometimes people make is that they really didn't check the doctor's credentials closely enough. And here's an example of what I mean by that. Let's say you're at your dentist or maybe even your gynecologist's office and you happen to look up at the wall and you see your dentist is now offering Juvederm or your gynecologist is now doing Botox injections. Well, think about it. When, since when do dentists and gynecologists care about skincare or even care about your wrinkles? I mean, really, what's going on here? Well, what's going on? And this is a newsflash. Regular doctors can perform the same plastic surgeries as a certified plastic surgeon. That's right. Scary, right? Any MD can claim to be a surgeon, and they're growing in numbers due to the monetary incentives. But I feel, to be on the safe side, that you should choose, when it comes to plastic surgery, a board-certified doctor. Now, what that means is a board-certified doctor is certified by the American Board of Plastic Surgery. And I feel that these are the only doctors that really should be performing aesthetic surgeries. There also seems to be a lot of common misunderstandings about liposuction. A lot of people seem to think if they get liposuction in one area of the body, the fat will move to another area of the body. Not true. Fat doesn't move. Fat cells in your stomach will always be in your stomach, and fat cells in your thighs will always be in your thighs. But what can happen, and here's an example of what I'm talking about. When a surgeon removes or performs lipo in one area, let's say your belly, they remove a certain amount of those fat cells from your belly. So then post-lipo, if you were to gain 15 pounds, you'd probably gain it in areas that have 100% of their fat cells. You could be trading an instantly flat tummy for extra plump arms or legs. And um, I don't know about you, but that doesn't seem so appealing to me. Now, when we talk about breast implants, who tops the list for the worst plastic surgery? Do you know? Well, that would be Tori Spelling with her gapped and droopy breast implants. Now, most people blame her doctor for this, but the fact is that Tori just happens to have a very wide and depressed breastbone. And while that isn't apparent when Tori had her smaller breast, it's been exaggerated with the addition of these large implants that overhang her chest muscles. 
This is actually common with women who have irregular breast bones and rib cages, which is why four out of every 10 women with breast implants go back to their doctor to have them changed. Now, here's a more serious and really scary mistake that could be made. You could trust a shady medical spa. In 2008, there was a survey done by the American Academy of Facial and Plastic Reconstructive Surgery. More than 75% of the doctors that they asked said they knew of a medical spa with a medical director who was nowhere in sight or even on-site performing or overseeing medical procedures. That's a heck of a lot of risky procedures being performed by poorly trained employees in unregulated offices. And another thing, don't get tempted to lie to your plastic surgeon or your, or even your skincare professional when they ask you questions like, do you smoke? Are you taking any kind of drugs or supplements? It's important that you be honest, even though you're afraid they're not going to perform the procedure. If, say, for instance, you lie about your cigarette habit, if you're a smoker, most plastic surgeons won't operate on you. Heavy smokers have low oxygen content in the blood. So when they have any type of cosmetic surgery that requires a pull or a lift, like let's say a breast or facelift, they suffer from poor wound healing, wound healing separation, or skin cells that die off, turning the skin black. Oh yes, and if you don't tell your doctor about the supplements you're taking, many women don't seem to understand that dietary supplements can affect the way their body reacts to anesthesia and that a bad drug or supplement interaction can kill them. Diet pills and over-the-counter stimulants like metabolic enhancers and fat burners make the heart muscle irritable and can cause cardiac arrest. Now, I'm not trying to scare you or turn you off about cosmetic surgery. I'm just trying to tell you to be honest and to be cautious. Because oftentimes women don't report taking these type of supplements before an operation because they don't consider these to be medication, and as most are non-prescription. But this can be a fatal mistake. And also, I have to tell you, don't skip on the price tag. Because according to board-certified plastic surgeons, it's a case of buyer beware. There is a reason plastic surgery usually has a high cost associated with it. Sometimes when the economy gets really bad, you will hear of um, surgeons reducing their cost so that they can acquire new patients. However, if you see a price that's been drastically reduced, you have to ask yourself, what corners are they cutting to offer such a low price? There are doctors out there that go to a one-day training or attend a three-day seminar in Las Vegas on how to do a liposuction. They get a little diploma, frame it, and put it on their wall. And just like that, they're off and running, doing whatever they want and reaping the monetary rewards at the patient's expense. And you might not even realize the risk of fixing a bad plastic surgery. So let's say you did get a blotched nose job or a facelift that was too tight, or a lumpy lipo from a doctor who was offering a great deal. 
the cost of fixing that bad procedure, which, by the way, insurance won't cover, far exceeds paying a legitimate doctor's fee for the first time around, plus the fact that that second surgery will likely be so much more painful. The plastic surgeon who is taking this botched job on is facing a whole new level of risks. They'd be working on scarred tissue with poor blood supply. This basically becomes an advanced reconstructive surgery, which explains why the price would probably be twice as much. So the takeaway for today is don't get cosmetic injections from your dentist or gynecologist. Don't look for bargains. Don't lie to your doctor or your esthetician. And if you do decide to get some cosmetic surgery, great. But go with a doctor that's board certified. Ain't that the berries? Oh, there she is. I was wondering when you were going to pop in, Hazel. Where you been keeping yourself? Keeping a low profile, are you now? (laughs) Well, stick around, because I'm going to need you later. Yes, ma'am. If you would like to read the full article on this topic, you can go to this week's blog post, askthebeautyadvisor.com. I want to take a moment here to thank you for signing up for the monthly newsletter. The monthly newsletter is a free publication just for you. It's where I share with you my do-it-yourself beauty treatments that you can make right out of your kitchen. They're easy to do, and they make wonderful skincare products. I also share with you healthy and delicious food recipes that I find around the internet. Plus, a lot of times in the newsletter, I have offers, special free offers for free samples and free products. And if you'd like to read, I always include a few articles containing the latest health and beauty news. If you are a subscriber to my newsletter, you're really going to enjoy October's newsletter because October is my favorite month of the year. I love fall. So I have put some extra special effort into finding some great articles and information for the October newsletter. I found three amazing, easy to do and simple yoga positions that you can use to help fight the gravitational pull that happens to our skin and body. It's also said that these three easy-to-do positions can help with thinning and graying hair. Have you ever heard of golden milk? Well, golden milk is a healthy milk that you make from your favorite milk by adding some healthy spices to it. You can use this milk to make your favorite lattes. I have included in this month's newsletter a recipe for making a chai coconut latte. This recipe not only makes a great fall drink, but it's easy, delicious, and healthy. One of my affiliates sent me a pile of free samples to give out to you. They're absolutely free. All you have to do is open up your email and request the free samples. They're free samples of microdermabrasion, and I think there's a moisturizer here. It's absolutely free, no shipping or anything, just request it. Ain't that the berries? (laughs) Yes, Hazel, it's a pretty sweet deal. If you'd like to sign up for the newsletter, you can go to the Facebook page, Ask the Beauty Advisor on Facebook. There's also a link if you're listening on iTunes right in the show notes, or you can text me the word SKIN, S-K-I-N. You can text that word to 444-999. 
All right, that's three fours and three nines. Just text that information to me. You'll get a responding um, text that will ask you for your email. Just stick in your email and send it to me and you will be on my list for the October newsletter. All right, enough of that. Let's get on with the show. Okay, so now I want to share with you briefly an online skincare consultation I had with a listener named Brenda, because I think you may find it very interesting and helpful, especially if you can relate to Brenda's situation or Brenda's problem, or if you're an esthetician looking for answers for your clients. So now, Brenda is a beautiful woman in her probably mid-40s. She was starting to become very concerned about her skin. Her skin, she felt, was aging. She was starting to notice some discolorations and some uneven skin tones. Plus, she felt her skin just looked dull and tired. She thought, well, maybe it's time I take better care of my skin. By this, she meant maybe switching from a plain drugstore moisturizer to buying some high-end, more advanced anti-aging skincare. She then did purchase several different high-end, well-known anti-aging skincare products. She tried two different brands, but with both of the different products, within a week or two, her skin would become red and itchy. Plus, her eyes started burning and tearing. Now, she had been listening to the podcast, and she heard that I was offering free online skincare consultations. She decided to give me a try. She was really worried about her skin's appearance. She wasn't getting the compliments that she was used to. Instead, people were asking her if she was tired, or telling her she looked tired, or asking her if she was getting enough sleep. She contacted me, and we set up an appointment when we both had time to talk. I did my job by asking her questions, and then examining the ingredients of some of the new skincare products she had tried. I compared the new ingredients to the old ingredients of the products that she was using before. Well, to make a long story short, we discovered that Brenda was actually allergic to AHAs, alpha-hydroxy acids. She was also allergic to glycolic and any type of fruit acids. Interestingly enough, though, she could use retinols. I suggested that Brenda started looking for products that contained other types of anti-aging ingredients, such as niacinamides or peptides. Niacinamides and peptides would make a perfect treatment for her. It also turns out that she is sensitive to chemical sunscreens, which was causing her eyes to burn and tear. Now, we did talk about Brenda switching over to maybe a more natural sunscreen, She told me she had tried other sunscreens in the past, and they either were too heavy, too drying, or some of them, she said, even made her skin look white. So then I shared my favorite sunscreen with Brenda, which is a very light and refreshing spray. It feels like you're just misting your face with water. I spray my face, my neck, my arms. It's very easy to use, and I love it. And so did she, by the way. After about two weeks, I did check back with Brenda to make sure she was doing okay with her new skincare products. She's doing great, and she says she can already start to see changes in her skin. 
She promised that she would send me some before and after pictures in about six weeks so that I could share them with you. I'm planning on posting them on my Facebook page as well as doing a blog post about them. Now, if you'd like to get some free skincare advice, you can contact me, Deanna, at beautyradionetwork.com. Well, that concludes this week's episode. I want to invite you back for next week. Please join me here again next week for Ask the Beauty Advisor. Y'all come back now, you hear? Beauty Advisor is a part of the Beauty Radio Network. If you have a podcast or need help in starting a podcast and would like to be a part of a free, supportive network, then learn more by contacting Deanna at beautyradionetwork.com.